0: HT Smartcast You're listening to a Hindustan Times production. Brought to you by HD. Smartcast.
1: Hi guys, how's it going? It's Fashion O'Clock and you're with Manish. Today we have with us fashion designer Shruti Sancheti who's been eclipsing the world of fashion in India and internationally. Shruti has been showcasing her resort ready-to-wear collection season after season at both LAKME and FDCI India Fashion Week. We are so happy she could make time and join us to share her views on sustainability, post-pandemic style and her own personal style. Thank you so much, Shruti, for joining. Over to you. Hi, Manisha. How are you? I'm good, Manish. How are you? I love what you have on right now, the bomber jacket. I can't see properly, but it's beautiful. (laughs) 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 And I loved your recent campaign. I mean, like these beautiful models by the poolside. In these beautiful kurti. I mean, it had that glam picture touch, which we were missing. Yeah. So how's it been? What's going on?
0: So what's going on? I mean, we're all enjoying this um, lockdown lift. I think uh, the industry is all getting back together. Everyone's on their toes again. I think everyone's super busy at the moment. I mean, you know, it's just been back to back, I'm sure for you as well. And even all our viewers, They're, I mean, they all must be all getting back into the action, you know, whatever we have missed out. So Manisha, I would love to ask you, how has the pandemic impacted your way of working? I think it's impacted everyone because everyone has been hit economically. You know, we all have had huge losses. We've all suffered huge losses in in our own way, right? and um so um you know whilst you know that factories worldwide have you know shut down whether it's india asia or anywhere even like you know, everywhere you know you you know you keep hearing like about factories you know that close down so what we have done is that uh we have reduced the manpower in our factories and uh you know basically you know for two reasons of course one is to make sure that the disease is not so widespread and because if you actually saw earlier factories, you know, whether they were in India or China, you know, we used to have a lot of people under one roof and that's where we used to work. So we've now like, you know, cut down the number of people. We're getting more organized. We are getting super efficient because we know we have limited manpower. And um, so we're pre-planning, we're pre-organizing, you know, we're spending so much time in planning production. And so, obviously, the efficiency increases because you get more output out the land out of the labor. And at the same time, it's safer because, you know, we're keeping each person, um, you know, at a certain safe distance. So, it's kind of like, you know, we're kind of trying to work out without disturbing our timelines for delivery and without even, uh, like, you know, curtailing production. So, we're trying to get the same output but with limited number of people but more planning and more efficiency. I think that's what's actually going on across the board wherever like you know, there's production happening.
1: I couldn't agree more with you. Like we have to acclimatize, we have to adapt to given the market sentiment, given the logistic and we have to let the show running which you have. And also in terms of your aesthetic, you know, have you tweaked your design, your aesthetic, your design your aesthetic to suit the post-pandemic mood? to cater to the Gen Z consumers?
0: Well, uh, you know, I mean, we've all lived in See, Like, basically, pre-pandemic, we know that athleisure and streetwear was anywhere popular, okay? But during the pandemic, athleisure has just gone full-blown. I mean, everyone's been in track pants, whether it's been morning, noon, or night, you know. I mean, the track bottoms stay, you keep changing the top because even when I'm having a meeting with you, you don't know that I'm wearing my track pants right now. You know because it's all about zoom meetings and meetings on um, you know virtual meetings so it's all waist upwards you know dressing anyway and um i mean i feel athleisure now is you know you know has gone full blown and people aren't just going to give up wearing that comfort you know getting that like out but at the same time people have been completely deprived of of luxury of you know feeling good and you know things like that and um, so I mean if you just look at Instagram handles there's this new uh, you know hashtag called you know quarantine chic right so um, with that hashtag people do dress up also at home and kind of say it's the quarantine chic and kind of you know so um, whilst there's one you know section of the consumer who wants to be you know, very comfort and, you know, looking at that kind of a thing going forward. There's a whole, uh, like, you know, sect of consumers out there who have been deprived of, you know, luxury dressing, of feeling good, of, you know, wearing their high heels, wearing their, um, you know, sequins, bling, luxurious fabrics. And they want to wear it now. I mean, it's like, you know, we just want to wear it. So even if they just call for a small function, they make that effort. You know, they get it out of their closet, or like, you know, they want to buy something new, which is, you know, from that era, and they wear it. So you have both of them now in parallel. You have the comfort dressing, and you have, you know, the luxury dressing before.
1: Also, Manisha, the Manisha Jelson bride, you know, always had a very strong sense of identity, a lot of character. She's someone who's always been well-traveled, she's still into her music, into her style, even the way you shot all your campaigns. So, the fact that the, the new brides who are coming to you, do you see them sort of getting, you know, fed up of the dates getting postponed, the weddings getting postponed, of course, things are opening up from on October onwards. So do you see a more personalized approach to wedding shopping, the cater to their wedding customization demand?
0: Um, what I see with the bride now is earlier on, you know, she walk in with, you know, with an entourage, you know, whether it's her friends or whether it's a cha cha, marsi, mommy, whatever mommy, whatever they or the mum or the mother in law. Now the bride, with all the time in her hand, is researching it like a thesis, you know, researching her wedding, what she wants to wear, everything. She's like fully researched. She knows exactly in her mind what she wants to look like. So when she walks in through that door, you like, you know, she just knows it. And she tells you this, 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 this is what I want. And we at Manisha Jessing, you know, we do offer, you know, bespoke services to our brides. So, you know, we take everything that she has in and, you know, we just make her happy and give her what she's got because because now the wedding, I feel, is even more fairy tale than before because it's like, you know, there's been such a long wait and I feel in life when there's always a long wait, the excitement is even more. Even though the number of people are less at the wedding, it's just that she had to wait for so long for the wedding. It really gives it that fairy tale of you.
1: True, That's very true. Yeah. So what to you are the post-pandemic? Closet essential. Do you recommend people investing in something like this five basic things which you actually need, whether you're staying at home or you still plan a small getaway, considering you're fed up of being in lockdown, you know, being locked up constantly.
0: So, um, no, sorry, I didn't get your question. Whether I mean, what do I recommend? Yeah, the four, four or five closet
1: essentials for the post-pandemic mood like the fact that four or
0: five essentials in your wardrobe you mean
1: yeah in your wardrobe yeah okay but i would
0: definitely say yeah okay well i would definitely say uh, um well the first on my list always is a white t-shirt and um then of course you know the high-waisted you know relaxed jeans you know that are really nice and you know you know they're comfy they're super comfy it's denim and you know it works um, then of course uh, high-waisted performance leggings as well because everyone's into uh, fitness and workout. So you must have a nice pair of high, you know, high-waisted performance leggings, and um, an M J Kurti because it's all about waist upwards, you know, dressing. So you know, if you're you know having those Zoom meetings, you can like you know be wearing shorts underneath or a pair of track pants or leggings and just you know wear the kurti and you're sorted. And um, last, lastly, I feel, you know, what always works is, um, is you know, like a printed midi dress with a belt. It's very versatile and works all the time. I mean, it's it just works.
1: And also, Manisha, now that travel is opening up, people are traveling and even rides are doing location ready project exotic locales. So do you see resort sort of evolving? Like you've always you redefined it in your campaigns, in your language. How do it evolve?
0: Well, for those, you know, unfamiliar with resort or cruise collection, um, basically it's an inter-season or pre-season line. Okay, it's a ready-to-wear clothing line, which a fashion house or any fashion brand puts forward in addition to the two are the collections that they put forward. So resort wear or a cruise collection is basically something in addition to your bi-annually collection, which is spring, summer, and fall, winter. Now these, now basically the cruise collection or the resort collection, whatever, was initially first, you know, created for that affluent customer. You know, what can you call that customer? Jet setter, whatever. Okay. So while they were vacationing in winter, maybe in some Mediterranean hideaway or beach or whatever, they were interested in buying the resort, you know, collection. But now it's like everyone just wants to get out because, you know, you have a little window between lockdowns. You're going to get on that plane and go somewhere for a holiday or anywhere. Okay, if not the plane, I mean a road trip or whatever. So everyone's resorting to this. So everyone's, you know, moving towards this resort type fashion because that what makes you feel like a jet setter makes you feel like a traveler makes you feel like whatever hiker, jet setter, whatever. So it's just getting more popular, I feel, as people are traveling more. And, um, so it's not just about fall, winter and spring, summer anymore. I feel that resort collections are now going to be a season of their own.
1: Wow, that's incredible. So, basically, mm-hmm. it's less clothing which takes you from one season to another. You can, you know, restart.
0: Yeah. Right, but it's going to be very strong. It's not just going to be the filler in that it used to be, only for the jet setters. As I said, this is not for the affluent, uh, you know, consumer anymore. It is for the road tripper, the hiker, the trekker, the jet setter, for every traveler, commercial, private, whatever.
1: Also, Manisha, we've been talking about the Roaring Twenties making a comeback. I mean, we've had this conversation even before. And everybody saw this optimistic boom in 2022 because after depression comes the boom. So do right. you actually see the possibility of Roaring Twenties and the more is more exuberant aesthetic making a comeback in the coming seasons?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I do see that happening. But... Um... As I said, you'll see it with a set of people. There's a certain set of people that will still just, you know, they become so comfortable in their track bands, they will not give it up. So at leisure and streetwear will, will, uh, will, you know, coexist with the, uh, with the comeback of, uh, you know, luxury. So, you know, I mean, they will both coexist. It won't just be, fashion won't just be about what it was before. It's got to be, you have to have, uh, you know, comfort, you know, sustainability is another thing that, you know, Gen Z is actually, you know, looking at. And um, we at Manisha Jaising and MXS have never actually done sustainable clothing, but we're looking into it, you know, at least to be like, you know, 10, 15 percent of our collection. Because that is what people also want. And we cannot ignore that. And... Um, and it's a good way of also, uh, you know, taking care of your environment. And if there's something of your, um, uh, you know, collection that you can actually make.
1: You know, I've always been a fan of your personal style, Manisha. I mean, the, the way you, you know, uh, dress up. Like, How does that reflect in your brand uh, vocabulary, the way you set at your collection season after season? I mean, how, how much does it translate into your... Uh-huh.
0: Well, um, I guess uh, I guess when I'm you know designing a collection, I mean, I always put myself in the vision that I have in my mind and I say that you know, oh, would I wear this? And um, you know, off late, I've been saying that I'm looking, you know, I'm bending more towards you know comfort and fun and you know functionality. So even though I mean I want to put you know the best uh, you know luxurious fabric out there. I want to put the best style out there. I first think, no, I first have to be comfortable because this is what I am today. And so then I put myself in the picture, whatever it is, and I see, oh, would I wear it or what would I wear it with? So, um, you know, the whole collection comes, you know, comes together, of course, you know, with me in mind. But let me tell you, it's not just me that inspires my collection. I look at the youth. I look at people around me. I look at all the cultures and that inspires me you know so I mean you know there's a bit of me yes of course because it's me designing but there's a lot of people around there that inspire me and that's what makes my collection
1: also well, Manisha all your runway shows are pretty iconic like the way you put it together you restyled you contextualize it there's always a unique format of storytelling mm-hmm. whether you're referencing music, or anything else so how does it uh, like how do we expect, do we expect to do new show now like the physical show is slowly coming back especially internationally in Paris. Do we see a possibility of a runway
0: show by Manisha and do we expect the theatrical to come back? Yeah, of course you'll see a runway show by Manisha pretty soon. And you'll also see a runway show by my other brand, MXS you know, which I have with uh, Shweta Bachananda. And um, in fact you know we've never done a show. I mean uh, no, you know we have actually you know, for Godrej before, but uh, you know we've never done a fashion week show in MXS and um, I'm hoping that happens you know before the end of this year and um, you know that's actually you know where we are uh, you know concentrating more on you know athleisure and uh, you know this new style of dressing and yes of course MJ Couture will also have its show Any iconic carpet moment which remains special to you? Any iconic moment? Well um, you know I mean I went to university uh, I mean, I went to fashion college in the '80s, so the '80s will always have a special, uh, like you know, place in my life. Whether it's fashion, music, rock stars, everything about the '80s. <laughs> I guess it's when you were young, and you know what inspired you, because you know those were the days that you had all the time to actually visit museums, and you know go to uh, like you know travel and meet different people, and you know you know you were like you know sketching half the time. You you know you could be in the park sketching whatever. So I'm in the 80s. We'll always have a special bond in my life. When you go out to-
1: for a red carpet outing, when you are collaborating, ballast, how much do you change the garment in terms of the context or the brief given to you?
0: Well, I like to be true to the brief because I like the customer to be happy but um, I would probably change it quite a bit because um, it definitely has to have the Munisha dressing element, first of all. So if it doesn't go with my sensibility, I probably won't make it and if it does then since it's going to be made by me in my atelier, It's got to be a Manisha Jaising design and her sensibility. So, we'll take the brief for the design philosophy, but everything else will be about Manisha Jaising.
1: Any dream icon you'd love to dress in India or international? Dream icon? um... You dress the who's who in Bollywood and even internationally, but is there someone who you really dress? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Well, actually... uh... No one particular really, Now, I mean, I'm really not looking so much into, um, frankly, I'm really not looking so much into celebrity dressing at the moment. Okay. You know, I mean, of course, if it comes my way, somebody good, I mean, we'll make the person look fabulous, but, um, I'm looking, more, I'm looking more into, um, into, you know, reviving into, um, basically getting, um, uh, getting this whole, you know, pandemic fashion, Formula right, and um because you know there is a change, you know, people's minds have changed. So we're not focusing so much on celebrity dressing at the moment, Manish. We are focusing on getting the right product, which a consumer, after being under lockdown for so long, wants and picks up without batting an eyelid. So, you know, we want the price to be right, we want the product to be right, you know. We, and, you know, we're going to try and make it as, you know, comfortable and, you know, functional. At the same time, we're not going to you you know, we're not going to lose the luxury factor that we've always been uh, known for. And so we, so we want to give the customer luxury with, you know, with comfort. And that's what we're really focusing on at the moment. So I'm really not giving this a thought that, you know, the celebrity dressing part of it.
1: But what's the advice to the young design talent in the country? I mean, I mean, like we all know that it's easy being a designer in the country, you know, I mean, like you have to get the product right. You have to get the pricing right. I mean, a lot comes into play the yeah. creative, commercial aspect. So in a nutshell, probably give
0: advice to young talent. The, I mean, the advice out there is that when you start a business, do not think of, um, of making profit in your first collection. So get that profit out of your mind, okay? Be true to your design philosophy, first of all, so that you stand out, so that you make a certain brand identity for yourself, you know, going forward. That's very important. And um, make sure that your collection is out there on times because if if a buyer, suppose, has invested in you, being a new designer, you cannot be late in your delivery schedules. So please make a business plan first, a production plan. And um, don't think about fashion shows. That's the glamour side of uh, fashion. Um, think about your workshop, workplace, your labour, treat them well, and and you'll get there.
1: And how do you manage to keep the spirit of your Delhi up in a challenging period for all of us? But then how did you, you know, inculcate
0: optimism
1: and positivity trying to get on experience?
0: Well, uh, I think if you just keep, you know, speaking to your team repeatedly and um I think uh, research, you know, R&D helps, you know, to keep the creativity alive. So, even if you don't, even if you don't have a collection that you want to work for, you don't have a buyer who's buying a collection from you, it doesn't stop you from, you know, R&D and, you know, creating um um design bank, right? So, you know, you continue and you continue, um, you know, you know, creating stuff and creating that design bank, make it very rich. And um, I guess with the pandemic, everyone had so much free time. You could YouTube, you could learn. I mean, people that didn't know Photoshop could learn Photoshop. I mean, I knew people of all ages, you know, learning how to, uh, you know, you know, use all the apps, you know to create something and i think that i think that's what's really got people through you know the pandemic people had got more you know, had more creative because you knew that um, you know you knew that uh, the economy was in the doldrums and there's nothing you could do with uh, with you know demand supply sales and stuff so you know use your time to learn something i think everybody did everyone in every field kind of you know sharpened their skills You know, whether it was sketching, writing, um, you know, direction, whatever you were into, you know, creatively. Everybody sharpened their skills, you know, during the pandemic. And I think everyone is now more loaded and more, um, I think we're all super efficient right now. I think we've all gotten to this um, phase where we can manage with, like, you know, where we can multitask a lot more, even though we haven't really worked for so many months. It's all, I think, figured out in our minds. And once this whole thing opens, we're all going to do well. I mean, I'm looking at it very positively. Yeah,
1: very well said. And thank you so much, Manish, for taking time. I know you're busy. Thank you for your
0: time, Manish. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I've been loving all your pictures on Instagram. You're looking super fit. What have you been doing? I look forward to catching up. I shouldn't be talking about this, but you are looking super fit. Thank you.
1: That makes my day. Take care. See you. Thank you,
0: everybody. Bye.
1: Shruti's personal style very much reflects on her design vocabulary, which is chic, elegant, earthy, classic, and timeless. And I'm glad she could make time and chat with us. Next week, I'll be back with another fashion icon. So guys... Don't forget to tune in. Stay fabulous and ciao for now.
0: This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast.
1: HT Smartcast.